There we are. All right. Might be a little tough up on the microphone there. Back up off the microphone there a little bit, granddad. And let's head on over down here to where shit might be going down on this here. Uh, it, it could be Thursday morning, October 21st, 2021. Things are a little different than what they were back in the 1900s, back in my good old days there, buddy chiefs. Let's see. We got a few things here. We got some Jim Hightower that's going on. Um, ghost forests apparently exist. Don't know about that, but ghost forests are an eerie sign of sea level rise. All right, so that that'll be a good thing that you can keep your mind on. You know, positive thoughts that I bring you. <laughs> ghost uh, forests and uh, Jim Hightower. America needs a quality childcare system. Yeah, some might agree with that. And a uh, a Trump-backed candidate tells a reporter to put down Hunter's crack pipe um, when they're asked about voter fraud and um, and other uh, uh, conspiracy theories. And that Trump-backed candidate is an interesting person that I'll spend a few minutes on. And a South Bend police officer. Uh, charged with being accused is charged after being accused of an inappropriate relationship with a 16 year old good cops and all that I'm really leaning toward um, starting a Facebook page with the same name as a Facebook group uh, the Facebook group is very anti-black very pro-cop pro you know it's a, it's a right wing group and, um, and it's called uh Imagine ACAB being your only personality trait. I want to make a Facebook page, a public page with that same name. I just put those uh, those little piggy stories in there. And then every once in a while, just tag the group in a post. You know, just, just, just for funsy-goodsy. All right. And over here in this here household in the wine cellar, uh, it's all going on. Uh, my niece went to uh, work in the factory without me for a full eight-hour day without me there. All right, at all. And that was interesting because we've riffed about like, um, like what if the spiritual stuff was real and whatnot? And what if I was supposed to have kids? But since I absolutely refused to, uh, she was born to my sister ultimately to end up in my care anyway. And then this was like sending her off to the first day of school. It's your first day of school. <laughs> so we thought that was a pretty neat idea to share there. All right. And let's go ahead and get some uh, some real neat news that I know you folks want to see about uh, sea level rise. And some new images coming along with it. There is one study, a new study from Climate Central. It's a non-profit research group that... There is one study, a new study from Climate Central. It's a non-profit research group that shows roughly 50 major coastal cities will have to implement measures and that fast to prevent rising seas from swallowing their most populated areas. Here's more on this story. And this is about climate change that has now been bothering everyone around the world. 
created these shocking images from Houston, Santa Monica Pier and Boston in the US. The unprecedented turmoil caused by climate change is here and denial is not an option anymore. Five major Asian cities and at least one large nation on every continent are at risk of losing their lands, according to a report by Climate Central, a non-profit research group. The report says if global warming goes unchecked in a decade, the Space Center in Houston will be completely flooded. The Santa Monica Pier will be largely underwater. Even the Pentagon could be at risk of being flooded. The report further claims that California, Texas, Florida, Louisiana and many cities on the east coast of the United States are all at risk if nothing is done on climate change. And the time to act is now, if we want to leave our future generations with a livable planet and not a sinking future. Bureau Report, India Today. Yeah, now what they're um what what they were showing there in those uh in those images from that website um and the folks over there at India today doing a, a kick-ass report there they um their their images that uh, where they took photos and then they just um they you know digitally imposed water over the over the areas that they took photos of and then they um they they have like a sliding bar where it can show like this degree Celsius, how much water will be on this land, this degree Celsius, how much seawater will come up on this land. And uh, I thought that was a hellified ass report. <clears throat> and let me see, did I properly do my screen switcheroozy doozy there? There we go, neighborly neighbor. And I am uh, busting this uh, morning wine cellar out quick and fast here for you. Let me uh, flip it on over to uh, the Jim Hightower clip there. Nearly every nation with an advanced economy and some not so advanced treats childcare as a fundamental public good, essential to nurturing children, families, and the whole society. But not our U.S. of A. Indeed, our so-called leaders relegate millions of working parents and 21 million kids under five to the tender mercies of a for-profit market, with childcare facilities ranging from impossibly expensive to helter-skelter unlicensed kitty corrals. Embarrassingly, while right-wingers mindlessly salute the U.S. as exceptional, they fail to note that what's exceptional about our childcare system is that it's such a shambles it can't even be called a system much less caring. For the past decade, independent journalist and economic analyst Bryce Covert has documented the worsening social crisis caused by this abject failure of leadership. Two-thirds of our pre-K kids have both parents in the workforce, meaning care outside the home is essential. Eighty-five percent of the parents say that finding quality, affordable child care in their area is a problem somewhere between serious and impossible. Nationwide, the annual cost for a four-year-old's daycare averages about $13,000. Despite millions of working families finding this essential service unaffordable or even unavailable, political leaders have ignored their plight. 
Child care aid reaches only 15% of qualified kids. Some callous governors even divert chunks of federal child care subsidies to their own political priorities, such as corporate welfare. In 2017, even before COVID-19 abruptly shut down thousands of care centers, 40% of America's children lived in child care deserts, zip codes with zero programs or so few that two-thirds or more of the area's children are unable to get in. This is Jim Hightower saying, is this the best we can do for the future of our nation? The Hightower Radio Lowdown is brought to you by the Lowdown Happy Hour, live streamed from the Chat and Chew Cafe. Details at HightowerLowdown.org. Indiana cop arrested and charged for having a sexual relationship with a 16-year-old. All right, let me go ahead and uh, bring it back up there. An Indiana police officer has been charged for alleged sexual misconduct involving a 16-year-old, WNDU reports. On South Bend, a police officer has been charged, and this is Indiana, uh, has been charged after he was accused of having an inappropriate relationship with a 16-year-old on October 5th. The uh, Mishawaka Police Department was contacted with allegations of sexual misconduct with a minor involving a South Bend officer. The officer is Timothy Barber. Timothy Barber. Our officer, Timothy Barber. B-A-R-B-E-R. The investigation was handed over to the Special Victims Unit. On Tuesday, probable cause was submitted and approved by the uh, St. Joseph County Court where Timothy Barber was formally charged with count one child seduction, a level five felony, count two child seduction, a level five felony, count three public indecency, a class A misdemeanor, count four Official misconduct, a level six felony, count five, public nudity, a class B misdemeanor, count six, official misconduct, a level six felony, Timothy Barber, raping a child in public is what that looks like to me. Timothy Barber was arrested in Elkhart uh, with the assistance of the Elkhart Police Department, the Special Victims Unit, and the South Bend Police Department. Timothy Barber will be arraigned on the formal charges Wednesday at 1 p.m. The South Bend Police Department posted a statement on its Facebook page following the announcement of Barber's charges. South Bend Mayor James Mueller said these allegations are disturbing and have no place in the SBPD or the city of South Bend. The chief, uh, Scott Ruskowski, and SBPD will continue to work with partnering agencies and will move immediately to place this officer, Timothy Barber, on unpaid leave until the conclusion of the legal process. You don't want to force him to resign so he still collects his pension too soon. Quote from, um, <clears throat> from the mayor, James Mueller. 
these allegations are disturbing and have no place in SBPD in the public or the city of South Bend outside of my office. Continuing the quote from Mayor James Mueller, Chief Ruzowski and the SBPD will continue to work with partnering agencies and will move immediately to place this officer on unpaid leave. All right, they doubled up on that. Uh, we will always be dedicated to protecting and serving our community, and we will and, and we take all crimes and allegations seriously, even those involving our officers. The officer was immediately relieved of duty two weeks ago when we were made aware of these allegations. Now that criminal charges have been filed, I will ask the Board of Public Safety tomorrow to place him on unpaid leave pending a criminal trial. He's definitely a good cop doing good things here to help you all. It's Tuesday, October 19, 20. 21. Ambitious steps the U.S. president wants to take to tackle climate change head-on are under threat from one of his own Democratic Party colleagues. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin throws a hand grenade into Biden's climate agenda. Biden EPA to crack down on PFAS forever chemicals. U.S. could have as many as three million abandoned oil and gas wells. Plus, McDonald's finally decides to offer customers meat-free choices. All of those impossible choices and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And you're about to find out why in another installment of Oops, We Killed the Earth. Yep, that would have been a much better name. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know how long it's been, but it feels like every single story we cover these days has something to do with Joe Manchin. I know, it does. In Washington, the Biden White House is scrambling to craft alternatives to a key climate measure in President Biden's Build Back Better agenda that is opposed by conservative Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of the coal state of West Virginia. That's corporatist Democratic Senator. That's obstructionist Democratic Senator. But... You press on with whatever you're saying there. The Clean Electricity Performance Program, or CEPP, would pay electric utilities to accelerate their switch to renewable energy and fine those that don't, which would help the U.S. achieve 100% zero emissions electricity by 2035. Sounds great. So Manchin wants to kill it, I bet. <laughs> yep. Without the CEPP, it will be much more difficult for the U.S. to meet that goal and to meet its international emissions pledges under the Paris Climate Agreement. But without Manchin's support, the entire Build Back Better bill won't pass the Senate. Oh, Lord Manchin, what have you done? Manchin's resistance harms his constituents the most. New federal flood data shows that of all of the states in the lower 48, West Virginia is the most exposed to flood damages. Manchin has received more campaign donations from the fossil fuel industry than any other senator and personally profits about half a million dollars a year from his investments in in coal. It's almost as if he cares more about his profits than his voters. In a recent expose by the UK's Channel 4, an ExxonMobil lobbyist boasted that he has Manchin's office on speed dial. Joe Manchin, I talk to his office every week. Um, he is the kingmaker, uh, and, and he's not shy about sort of staking his claim early yeah. and completely changing the debate. So, once again, 
That's ExxonMobil's top lobbyist who talks to Manchin's office every week. Yep. Shocking. Now, both EPA Chief Michael Regan and U.S. Special Climate Envoy John Kerry say the U.S. can still meet the goal of cutting emissions in half by 2030 through other executive branch actions that are in the works. Mm-hmm. However, if the climate provisions are stalled or gutted, it will be harder for the U.S. to push other nations to take aggressive steps at the upcoming U.N. Climate Summit in Glasgow in just a few weeks. And it matters because September 2021 was the second hottest September ever recorded globally since record-keeping began in the 1880s. That's according to NASA. The last nine Septembers have all been the hottest Septembers on record. And persistent droughts around the world have helped push global food prices to their highest level in 46 years. That's okay. That just means Joe Manchin gets to golf all year round in West Virginia. In other news, a new analysis of industry data has calculated that the number of abandoned oil and gas wells in the United States is nearly double previous estimates, finding more than 81,000 documented abandoned wells across the country. And those are the ones we know about. Undocumented orphan wells could boost that total to as high as 3.4 million. Is that a good or a bad thing? That's a bad thing. Why? Orphaned wells are releasing pollutants into the air, water, and soil, including methane, a potent greenhouse gas. But the Biden bill would spend a lot of money to plug up those abandoned wells, no? Yes, but it has to pass first. Oh, yeah. The Biden EPA announced Monday a three-year initiative to regulate toxic forever chemicals in America's drinking water that pose health risks to nearly all Americans. The class of chemicals known as PFAS, for short, are used in a vast array of industrial processes and consumer products and do not break down in the environment, thus the name Forever Chemicals. PFAS chemicals are now found in drinking water supplies, soil, food, and the blood of millions of Americans. Finally, some good news. Fast food giant McDonald's is finally catching up to its competitors in offering plant-based options. Test marketing a plant-based burger made with Beyond Meat in a teeny tiny handful of U.S. markets in Texas and California. I'm loving it. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Apple, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Tell your hungry children all you know. In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, 
microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Hmm. Alright. WineCellarMedia.com continuing. Ah, so, uh, previously we took a look at um, Judge Donna Scott Davenport and um, and Matt Loco uh, from over there at Patreon was like, it's like, hey, listen here, Mr. Feller. I want to know more about this here, this here woman. I think that that's exactly how Matt said that shit via text message. And uh, and I'm interested in some more of uh, Judge Donna Scott Davenport. I have a day off coming up Sunday. Uh, knock out some chores and then read more because uh, Donna Scott Davenport has two decades of shit that she's had her hands in. And that would be quite interesting. But in the sake of news and comment and trying to uh, keep with the news, um, there is a Trump-backed candidate that told a reporter, they, they said, listen here, reporter, they talk just like Matt Loco. And said, listen here, you, you're reporting woman? Why don't you put down Hunter's crack pipe over questions about uh, voter fraud and conspiracy theories? Now, this is a fun person in a short amount of time. Uh, not nearly the um, the 20 years that you got from Judge uh, Donna Scott Davenport. All right, but this is a gubernatorial candidate or a candidate for governor. Fuck it, switch out the V4B when you feel like it. Gubernatorial candidate, uh, Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I Lake. And they're up there running around telling reporters that they need to put down the goddamn crack pot. You're smoking it too much. Uh, let's go ahead and get that audio and or video up here for ya. As I do this hosting and producing at the same time, you see me, I'm pointing, I'm clicking. It's real in the field. Okay, you guys are pushing a narrative. You know that Joe Biden didn't win by 81 million votes. I do know that. By 81 million votes, you really need to put down the crack pipe. All right, this is interesting. Let's, um, I'm going to bring up, um bring up Carrie Lake's audio because that shit is real low coming from the Twitter video here. Let's go ahead and crank that up. This is what's wrong with our media. You guys are pushing a narrative. You know that Joe Biden didn't win by 81 million votes. By 81 million votes, you really need to put down the crack pipe. Hunter's crack pipe. You really believe Joe Biden won by 81 million votes? There is no proof behind most of the stuff you tweeted about the Yes, there is. This is what's wrong with our media. Now, that, that's, um, there's something fly to what she's doing here because, um, she, well, you know what? Yeah, I think she has about a 20 year history as well. I think 27 years, but, um, of, of being a, uh, a Fox 10 news anchor. Let me check my decibels after that big uh, switch up there to get that Twitter video going. All right, but um, yeah, Carrie Lake has been in media herself, right? Or I guess they might call it a video journalism, right? Or uh, the video, the press. But it is, it's a form of media. I understand why folks use the word media. I'm being um, nitpicky, as it were. Nigpicky. No, no, don't do that. All right. <clears throat> And so I'm looking at that headline. I'm like, 
I, I love doing this. This is one of my favorite things, right? I, funky New Republican? Ha oh, shit. Let me search their name and see what else they do. And, uh... And Carrie Lake is on the Twitter herself with uh, 66.9 thousand followers and a picture of her with uh, the Donaldian Trump where you do see that um, she did she does have like brief interview segments with him uh, from the uh, the Fox 10. And um, but what's interesting is the the pace of this timeline of like knowing what you can do in the Republican Party when you can do it. Right, and so this is from March 2nd, uh, this year, right? Uh, check her out. Hi, everybody. I've got some news I want to share with you. Since so many of you have sent me messages while I've been on leave asking me how I'm doing or when I'll be back, many of you left kind messages telling me that you miss me. I appreciate all of the messages, and I miss you too. This time away from work has given me a chance to reflect on my work. 22 years ago, Fox 10 hired me and paired me up with John Hook to bring you the news every night. Okay, 22 years. And notice she is so pro-style. Like, this is what the fuck she does. She knows the lighting, knows the makeup, knows the fucking salon hairstyle, you know, knows the, uh, the costuming, right? What gear to wear, has the tone pitch perfect, like... She's going to work the shit out of that camera for her campaign, just like she did with that crack pipe moment. I remember when I went to go click the, the video, I thought it was going to be like the typical Trump record, report, uh, Trump reporter, Jesus Christ, Trump supporter, you know, a little bit, a little bit more on the belligerent side. But it's like, no, she really just said it like a stern manager. Shortly after becoming a team, we jumped in the ratings and we've held the number one spot for almost all of our time together. Anyone who's worked in TV news can tell you that is not an easy feat, and it's one I'm extremely proud of, and I thank you for that, for tuning in and inviting us into your homes. Sadly, journalism has changed a lot since I first stepped into a newsroom, and I'll be honest, I don't like the direction it's going. The media needs more balance in coverage and a wider range of viewpoints represented in every newsroom at every level and in each position. In the past few years, I haven't felt proud. You gotta love that the way she the way she's doing is nice and vague. And she's saying as if like, uh, but to, well, to, to her target, very target audience, they're like, oh, so they're not letting Republicans in. It's like, she's saying everything but cancel culture right now. Every level and in each position. In the past few years, I haven't felt proud to be a member of the media. I'm sure there are other journalists out there who feel the same way. I found myself reading news copy that I didn't believe was fully truthful or only told part of the story. And I began to feel that I was contributing to the fear and division in this country by continuing on in this profession. It's been a serious struggle for me and I no longer want to do this job anymore. So I've decided the time is right to do something else, and I'm leaving Fox 10. I thank Fox for their understanding as I've come to this decision, and I am grateful for the opportunities they provided for me to cover so many big stories over the years. As I close this chapter of my career, there will probably be some hit pieces written about me. Not everyone is dedicated to telling the truth, but thankfully many of you have figured that out. I promise you, if you hear it from- Ah, man, just so, so damn good at it, right? Like, now, 
I'm going to probably be victimized, but you all know how they make victims out of us. Uh, we, we just have to get attacked. It's that, like, preemptively martyring, rhetorically martyring for what's not happening. From my lips, it will be truthful. It is scary walking away from a good job and a successful career, especially in difficult times. I know God has my back and will guide me to work that aligns with my values. I feel such a deep connection to all of you wonderful Fox 10 viewers here in Arizona and those I've met and interviewed over the years. Thank you so much for your trust and friendship all these years. I will keep in touch and I hope you will do the same. Okay, that, that, that that's an interesting video clip. And it has me wanting to just see if I can. I want to take a moment Oop. to address a situation that has become a talking point in this community over the past week. Oh, damn. Uh, the autoplay went to news anchor response to critiques of her weight. Huh. Why the fuck are people talking about what? Well, we know fucking misogyny. Every fucking time. That always, always going to show up. And that was the autoplay on the YouTubes there. Well, let me see. Uh. Fox 10 Anchor Salary Arizona Uh, that's a wide-ass window. A zip recruiter is saying 23000 to 120000 per year. I wonder what salary you'd be getting after 22 years. And it's, it's scary to walk away from that. Like, after making that much, you know, like, a window of that money for so many years, you know, and, um, uh, and, you know, let me look up Carrie Lake age. Let's see. Carrie Lake age. And at 52 years old, after making that kind of paper for that many years, this is afraid, to, you're afraid to walk away from this. This is scary? I don't know about that one. I'm not I'm not buying it, buddy chief. You know, and um and so from there she fucking she quits that that gig and let's run that back a page. Hi everybody. And that was March 2nd, 2021. She quits that gig, right? And there isn't much on the in between except for some shit from May 30th called the America's Comeback Tour. 2021 and it has Nigel Farage some uh some Brexit nigga um oh th this image was put up was put up May 30th this was May 25th because there's not a lot of time in between that announcement and the next announcement and I wanted to see what was going on on the in-between and she's at the America's comeback tour and come, she comes right back in with that swaggerificness. Let's take a look. Uh, America's Comeback Tour. It's on the damn YouTubes. All right. Went behind the curtain. They got a whole production there. There is somebody with a fucking tri-cornered hat in the audience. You motherfuckers see that looking at the video. Somebody has on a tri-cornered hat in the goddamn audience. Like, just all these different levels of stupid-ass Republican ideology. 
All right, now she swaggers up to the stage. Right, has the proper American image, right? Skinny white woman, you're already in the game. Skinny white woman, you're in the fucking game, right? But she's older, probably married. That's respectful, respectable. And being respectful to patriarchy to have the common decency to be a man's property. Um, <clears throat> right? Came out, got the, got the proper haircut. She's being the right kind of older lady. But then again, she knows the game. She knows makeup, knows lighting. And on the side here, they have Patriot Mobile mobilizing conservatives. You can, uh, looks like you can text message 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com. Okay, and they have a uh, use uh, code RSBN at Patriot Mobile or call 972 Patriot for a special offer. All right. And uh, so she's coming out here working the stage. She's like a fucking stand up comedian right now. This is so much fucking style. Like, I'm really wondering if she's going to take this race. Like, just because she's got she's got the game. I'm waiting for her to just be like, it's so good to be back in Brooklyn. Let me bring the uh, my audio down here. Oh yeah, aren't you that woman that told the media to take this job and shove it? I did say that. I I tried to be a little more eloquent about it, but I was uh, 27 years on television here in Phoenix. I 27 years ago. I didn't hear what she said. I hope it was good. Uh, 27 years ago this summer, yeah, I drove into town. My car loaded up, and I stepped out into 113 degree heat. And I said, oh, my God, I've arrived. I love this. So Phoenix is one of those places. Arizona is one of those places that you come for opportunity. And if you're tough enough, if you can handle the heat, you stay. Thankfully, I was able to handle it. I love the heat. And I loved my career for many years. I worked at a couple stations here in town. And it was just wonderful to be invited into your homes to cover the stories that affected Arizona. And... So she's essentially a local celebrity running for governor. State, learn about the issues. And for so many years, I mean, uh, bounce it forward a little bit. Let her get ever. into her swerve. I'm talking to pushing the liberal agenda. They're telling us if we're conservatives, if we're patriotic, if we love this country, if we want our economy back, if we want our jobs back, that we're the bad guys. Because All right, so now she she's putting she's pumping out the talking points. She has the professional media training with the unprofessional talking points that the audience is gonna fucking take this shit. Yeah, she's like um she's like if Sarah Palin was um was a dom, like she's dom Sarah. <laughs> We're demanding that. So I decided to leave media. I didn't realize that when I left and put my little videotape together, the hard part of that, by the way, was uploading it to the internet. 
that took, hi, <laughs> that took me about an hour at midnight. I got the video recorded and then I said, okay, now what do I do with it? How do I get this up on the internet? So, you know, I'm in my, I'm 50 now, 51. And uh, it took me a full hour. Wait a second, she's 52. Hold up. Did she, did she forget how motherfucking old she is? Hold on. God damn it. Okay, I have to go back and look at this shit again, because I'm, what? Carrie Lake, age? No, the fuck, she did not just say, I'm 50, I'm 51. She is 52. Okay, okay. Her birthday is August 23rd. God damn, so her birthday was in between the recording of that and that. All right, she knows her age. That, that, that was a funky little moment. It was like, nigga, you 50, 51, 50. I sound like a Republican. Which is it, Obama? A full hour to get that up, and I didn't realize the next day how big that video had gotten. My I also don't believe that fucking story. All right, so 52 years old, 51 when you made the video, and you're pretending that the internet that... First off, you're pretending that at that salary that you recorded a video on a video cassette recorder. That you recorded on a cassette recorder at your salary, nigga. And then you're telling me that you had to go, you converted it, I guess yourself, to the computer so that you could upload it to this nebulous internet. Nigga, as normal as shit is right now, it is 2021 where we just go live on Facebook and shit like that, Twitch and all that stuff. You go back 10 years, this individual is 41, and it's 2011, and at this point, um, think Twitter is bringing in live streams, YouTube had been live, and I think uh, Facebook was letting you go live from your telephone, or was that not till uh, 2015? I think that was a little later, Facebook letting you go live from your phone, but not from laptop. And even then, still, people just record and then upload. It's 2011, folks. At this point, like, the fucking iPhone 5 is out. Who are you playing with? Run it back another 10 years to 2001, where you may have actually still had a video camera recorder to upload. Even then, you would have been 31. And you work in professional media, as it were, with Fox 10, you know technology. That is not a believable story to tell an adult. All right. Let's uh, move it forward a little bit more. Grassroots efforts like this one. Yes. Give yourself a hand. It's All right. Tuesday those that, those night, decibels, I have them up as high as possible, so and they're still super low. She's state, talking about, about being the grassroots level. And yeah, this is just a very low-quality like recording because you care so by, um, by right-side broadcasting network. Yes. All right, and there's more. I would This, this uh, thing is over an hour long, but I would love to do some of these other speakers, especially this fucking coon-ass black man that shows up. Holy shit, the coon-ass black man that shows up to this thing. Friends, when, when someone attacks our police officers, they're not attacking that man or that woman. They're attacking you. They're attacking society. You put the badge on their chest. 
when that man or that woman stands out in the middle of that intersection and holds up their hands for traffic to stop, that's not that man or woman standing there. That's you who's standing there. And when they are attacked, they are attacking you. Let's that coon-ass black man, I want to do his whole segment. I want to know who the fuck his coon-ass is. Stand with our men and women in blue. Mm-hmm. I want to know who the fuck he is. <laughs> All right. But this is uh, not about him. Right. So she has that sort of in between these two announcements. She goes to this America's comeback tour. And also he has better decibels. These white people should coon it up more too and get louder. All right. And so come June 1st. Uh, it's announced on Twitter and June 2nd articles start going up that Carrie Lake sidesteps her right wing history in announcing bid for governor. <clears throat> and so this former longtime Fox 10 news anchor uh, who embraces right wing conspiracy theories is running for governor. This is on the Phoenix New Times. Uh, yesterday, uh, Carrie Lake uh, filed a statement of interest with the Arizona Secretary of State to run for governor as a Republican, and a website for her gubernatorial bid went live. Then a video posted to Twitter last night, uh, Lake made her big announcement. I'm Carrie Lake, and I'm running for governor because Arizona has problems and it's time we got serious about solving them. Our small businesses are still struggling to recover after being locked down. Schools are pretending online learning is the same as having our kids in the classroom. Our homeless population is growing. Opioids and new high-powered synthetic drugs are everywhere. The border's out of control and our police- High-powered synthetic drugs and the border's out of control. Oh, and they have someone, and, and, and she's showing, um, when she said the border's out of control, hold up. Look at the way she's pimping this shit. She knows the game. Powered synthetic drugs are everywhere. The border's out of control and our police are under attack. So a black person with uh, what appears to be dreadlocked hair or matted, um, or matted dookie braids, thin dookie braids, um, holding up a blue lines murder uh, sign, which... I wonder if it, you always got to wonder if their shit is faked because um, what the fuck is blue lines unless you're saying that these niggers don't even know how to spell lives or having it so close to the immigration one. You're trying to make them think of lines borders and the media just keeps pushing fear and division. Arizonans need leaders. They can wait. She just complained that the media is pushing fear and division. What did she say right before that? And the media who high powered synthetic drugs are everywhere. The border's out of control and our police are under attack. Synthetic drugs are the border's out of control and our police are under attack. Border's out of control and our police are under attack. And our police are under attack. Our police are under attack. And then she says, and the media just keeps pushing fear and division. Nigga, blatant, all in your face with it. Like, 
I dare you lefties to keep wasting time from your irreplaceable lives, your only lives, trying to debate these people face to face. They are the most bold fucking face, bad faith actors you've ever seen in your whole entire shit. Arizonans need leaders they can trust. We need leaders with integrity and a vision. And our politicians have failed us. The time has come to put Arizona first. Arizona first for our kids in K through 12. And using the language first. Oh, that's good. That's uh, how Trump will still can hit him with America first, right? She knows the language. She knows what to spit. Arizona first for our kids in K through 12 education with a curriculum that makes sense. First for families so they can thrive. Ooh. All right, they're showing the um the kind of ambiguously light-skinned wife with the black man father family, which means you get kids with better hair. That's good. These are fucking really good shots. And also like so that that that's that's an Arizona morning uh dinner t- uh, uh b- breakfast table. What the fuck is that? 1 2 3 4. What is that? Like seven slices of toast? Just seven slices of toast. Three coffee mugs pressed up against each other and a sort of slim glass jug of milk, which is just fine to just have at room temperature. Just kind of post that on the table for the duration of us hanging out. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's like, who who buys this shit? For- and I love the, the image of, you got to remember like, okay, so in the classroom, right? They're showing kids doing math, but needs to be a boy up there. And 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 clearly, like tall among his age group, white boy with blue jeans and a brown shirt with the sleeves rolled up, breaking the numbers down for you. Like every little itsy bitsy booey piece of this is propaganda. First for families, so they can thrive in safe and secure neighborhoods. Safe and secure neighborhoods. How are blonde white children going to be pushed on safety swings by their by their? <laughs> Also, sleeves rolled up, flannel-wearing fathers, <laughs> making that wild-ass smile. He is overacting the shit out of that. And little white boys just looking directly at the camera, breaking the shit out of the propaganda fourth wall. Just fuck that fourth wall. <laughs> this shit is fucking rowdy. Secure neighborhoods. First for people who want to own small businesses. And they keep randomly showing like a like non-white people. It's very good, right? Like this is clearly a a Mexican family with a white-ish patriarch in front of it, and they're all doing their job properly. <laughs> Own small businesses, and first in helping bring back those businesses shuttered during the government-forced shutdowns. Arizona first means opportunity for all. All right, see the college kids, and they even got they got the black guy among the college kids, and he's smiling. Whenever you have a smiling Negro, that means they're being treated right. All. That's why I'm running for governor. I've earned the trust of Arizonans across our state by bringing the real story into your living room night after night. For 27 years, I've covered the people of Arizona and the politicians who've done more for themselves and their donors than us. Arizonans deserve better. As governor, I'll bring truth, courage, and integrity back to the state capitol. I'm Carrie Lake, and I approve this message. 
right? She's got the image down perfect, right? Top of the shirt unbuttoned down a bit, but no cleavage. Very respectable. Clearly a mother. Might be a grandmother. Who knows, fellas? She knows lighting and makeup. This is all such game. She is such a fucking player right now. <clears throat> all right. And now something interesting from much earlier this year not on tv carrie lake is active on a site for right-wingers nazis also on the uh, the phoenix new times um carrie lake went viral in 2019 for bashing phoenix new times to a colleague while defending her affiliation with the far-right twitter clone parlor now she's ventured even deeper into the shady ecosystem of far-right social media, joining a social media network known as Gab that's favored by neo-Nazis and QAnon cultists. Lake has been off the air since the beginning of the year, but she's apparently been keeping herself busy, at least partially, with the site. So what it looks like is the Fox News 10 wasn't really trying to fuck with her too much anymore. So she quit is what the timeline is starting to look like here. And then she said, fuck it, I'll just run for governor. I don't think she was scared at 52 walking away from that salary that she's been getting. Who And, you know, raises and bonuses exist. And I mean, does a nigga not write a book in this time? I should look that up, too. Mm. All right, so. Uh, so she's been off air since the beginning of this year. She's apparently been keeping herself busy or at least partially with the site since she joined Gab on January 9th. She has shared three links from questionable news sites and drawn more than 700 followers. Um, a quote from one of her tweets is, join me on Gab. And that came along with a screenshot of her profile on the service. Parler recently went offline after being dropped by its hosting provider for not reining in threats of violence in the wake of the U.S. Capitol attack. The far-right figures who had moved there in protest of Twitter's decision to finally boot former President Donald Trump or after being banned themselves have in turn um, disposed to a number of other sites. Some have landed on Gab. All right, so that is also cool stuff happening with this individual who's running for governor and telling folks at news stations to put down Hunter Biden's crack pipe. All right, and that's a little footage of her interviewing Trumple Stiltskin. Um, an individual by the name of Julie Erfel uh, put up a um, an article saying Democrats should not underestimate uh, Carrie Lake and her Trumpian appeal, as I get toward the end of this, I'll go ahead and link this right there. Paste and post in the comments section of the Facebook Live there. Because it is uh, 6.15 in the a.m. And I need to be up there in that there factory. All right. And just a little bit more on um, her being on that the, that old Gabbertarian website. Um, mm-mm. So for the unfamiliar, Gab was started as a free speech um, absolutist haven for conservatives, but quickly gained a reputation as the social media choice for white supremacists due to its tolerance of hate speech and calls for genocide. 
this reputation was only furthered by a string of anti-Semitic posts from the company's official account on Twitter. Founder and CEO Andrew Torba practically condoned racism when he described the site's objective in a gab post. Free speech means you can offend, criticize, and make memes about any race, religion, ethnicity, or sexual orientation, he wrote, sick and tired of the double standards for acceptable speech and protected classes on both the left and the right. The website was dropped by its hosting provider in 2018 after a user with a long history of neo-Nazi posts shared his final message on it before killing 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. An extremist researcher warned at the time that neo-Nazis were using the site for recruitment and to spread their messaging. As someone who studies online extremism for a living, it's hard to overstate how dangerous the flow of vile content is, uh, which was wrote on the site Intelligence Group by director Rita Katz in a political column, continuing the quote from Rita Katz. Anyone with an anti-Semitic outlook has their own safe bubble wherein their hate can foster. Even Gab users who don't ascribe to anti-Semitic views are naturally more likely to embrace those ideas when surrounded by such material. Uh, the website has since found a home with hosting provider Epic, which also hosts neo-Nazi message board Daily Stormer and QAnon home 8chan. All right. And with that, I do have to be realistic about time and the fact that I need to get on down to this here factory. It is 618 a.m. Thursday, 2021. And I'm going to go ahead and get the hell on out of here, partner chief. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are. Recording stopped.